0: Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. It's uh, an
1: awesome day out there. What a beautiful morning! If you're just waking up and you haven't looked outside, and maybe you ought to do that. What an optimistic, great way to start the day. So let's talk about the political issues of the day and how they might impact your world. In fact, you might use them to impact the world in a persuasive conversation with somebody who's persuadable. In your world. Now, I uh, insure my vehicles, at least some of my vehicles, with State Farm. Did you guys see this story about State Farm accused of pushing LGBTQ books on kids? In Florida. Did you guys see well apparently a whistleblower sent out um, well internal emails for a state farm corporate guy? Uh, you know, he he The guy by the name of this is this State Farm's corporate responsibility analyst. Jose Soto urging parents to take action and provide LGBTQ books to children. Now, Consumers Research is a nonprofit, uh, got this email and has come up with a new campaign. You know, that, that great... Branded little ditty and song like a good neighbor. State Farm is there. Well, they've come up with a different version of it. Like a creepy neighbor. State Farm is there. So let me ask you this question now. Now State Farm's come out and said, "No, we're we're not really doing that anymore." So apparently, a lot of State Farm agents were not happy about this and verified that they also got the email. This was done in a coordination with the Gender Cool Project. This guy from State Farm indicated he wanted to find six Florida State Farm agents to participate in the project, a project where State Farm is partnering, quote, This is what the email said. With the Gender Cool Project to help diversify classroom, community center, and library bookshelves with a collection of books to bring clarity and understanding to the national conversation about being transgender, inclusive, and non-binary. The project's goal is to increase representation of LGBTQ books and support our communities in having challenging, important, empowering conversations with children age five and up. Agents are key to the success of this program. Nationwide, approximately 550 State Farm agents employees will have the opportunity to donate this three-book bundle to their local teacher, community center, or library of their choice. He went on to say he wanted six Florida State Farm agents to participate in the project. This is a fantastic way to give back in an easy project that will help us support the LGBTQ community and make the world around us better. So let me ask you, oh, by the way, um, State Farm, and it is a funny ad, it's like a creepy neighbor. Um, it says, this is the consumer research who blew open the story, Fox News took it. What a good neighbor target five-year-olds for a cocktail a conversation about sexual identity. That's what State Farm is doing. Asking employees to donate guides to being transgender to public schools. Books aimed to kindergarteners questioning their identity. It's textbook indoctrination. These books don't belong in ele- elementary schools, and State Farm shouldn't be putting them there. Like a creepy, creepy neighbor, State Farm is there. And you can actually watch the ad. The there's a link to it. Now. State Farm immediately backpedaled, said participation in the program is strictly voluntary and the insurance company's participation evolved quickly. And the decision was made several months ago for participants not to share resources. And then they come up with um, some gobbledygook, we support diversity and culture of respect and inclusion The LGBTQ community is a valued part of the communities we serve and valued members of our workplace. Kindness and respect is expected to all our interactions and to everyone we do business with across all segments of society. We embrace diversity and inclusion because it's the right thing to do. We work with a variety of organizations and causes to express their own unique views and support civil and open dialogue and changing. So, really? So, as Tim often says, who calls this show, you buy one share of a publicly traded company, you are able to attend their shareholders meeting, which has to be held by law. And that gives you the right to stand up and say what you think. So, a spokesman for Consumers Research said, quote everyone can expect the consumer's research is going to be taking this message across the nation and also to state farm wherever we deem it relevant their shareholder meeting would absolutely be a place where we think they should probably hear from america's americans their consumers after the news broke state farm emailed employees announcing they would no longer be participating in the cool gender or Gender Cool Project. State Farm support for, of a philanthropic program. Really? Philanthropic? How about brainwashing, culturally damaging and devastating to the lives of these kids? How about that, huh, State Farm? Gender Cool has been the subject of news and customer inquiries. This program was included in books about gender identity, was intended to promote inclusivity. We no longer support the program allowing for the distribution of books in schools. We will continue to explore how we can support organizations that provide tools and resources to align them with our commitment to diversity and inclusion. So in other words, they're backtracking only because they got caught. Now, why am I bringing this to you? Well, first of all, my State Farm agent, is a very, very conservative guy. But I am going to call him. And I'm going to ask him. Did you get an email about this? I'm sure he probably did. And then what should you do about it? Because it means something to me. Here's the question I want to ask you. How many other companies that you and I do business with are doing this also and we don't know about it? Hmm? Think about it. There is a story on the Gateway Pundit, and this is related. Psychotherapist who conducts transgender therapy encourages teenagers to distrust, quote, their bigoted, misinformed parents, especially if they are, quote, unquote, religious. Seriously, folks. Rachel Simon is a licensed psychotherapist in Philadelphia who conducts transgender therapy. And she encourages teenagers to distrust their bigoted parents, especially if they're religious. She tells minor teens to disobey their Christian parents and turn away from God's ways. I'm Rachel Simon, quote, I use she, her pronouns. I'm a psychotherapist, educator, consultant, and I'm the author of every body book, which is an LGBTQ inclusive sex ed resource for seven to 12 year olds. She said, unquote, she said during a transgender conference. Rachel Simon says, now get this, quote, sexuality education starts the minute you're born, unquote. Quote, these bodies are cool. We want to touch our bodies, she said, unquote. She said parents are often transphobic and homophobic. Bigoted and misformed parents have no idea how to talk about gay sex. They're biased. And if they're religious, it can be difficult to get into a conversation with them. Sometimes you could get stonewalled out of the information, unquote. And then there's a video there where you can watch her say this yourself. Now. This is why this is important. Because right now, as we saw in the pushback in the Salem-Kaiser School District, we see that there is a few people who have been educated in our leftist universities. They now sit in positions of power and influence and are getting elected to school boards and are pushing these policies through radical leftist superintendents many of whom need to be fired because they are leftist superintendents we see that they get jobs in important positions like Jose Soto at State Farm And they put out this kind of garbage. What we're seeing is a multifaceted, multi-front assault on your parental rights, your rights, including this psychotherapist, to tell your children not to obey you. How does that make you feel as a parent, a grandparent? Hmm? Again, these are ways you can have important conversations. Let's go to the phones to Freddie. Freddie, good morning. Uh, Good morning,
2: Jeff. On my way to church on Sunday, I was listening to the radio, and I found out that Oregon is number one, again, uh, not only having the worst governor in the country, but we're number one in pedophiles. And the number was a little over 700 per 100,000 population. We have more pedophiles in the state than any other state in the nation. Oh, and your man. subject matter this morning really kind of points to what the, what's going on across the country and how some of these companies are trying to think that they're being politically correct, which they're not, uh, trying to follow this woke assignment that everybody seems to be wanting to participate in.
1: No, it's not going to happen. No. Nope. No, and it shouldn't. But we have to stand up and say no. We're not going to do this. What's the source of the the data that you said Oregon's number one in pedophiles? Do you know?
2: Well, it was on it was on a, a radio station up in Portland. And I didn't quite catch who the interviewee was, but it was uh, they were talking about that. So I think uh, maybe look that up. We can look it up and find out what it was. Yeah, if it, I was thank appalled you, to hear
1: that. That's not a good thing. We're back in a moment.
0: Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Stop the
1: car. It's 22 minutes past the top of the hour. Hey, I want to remind you that tomorrow evening is Dr. Douglas Frank at the River Church, 7 o'clock. If you have questions about the veracity, integrity of electronic vote counting machines, you need to come and be a part of this event. I, your humble radio talk show host, your benevolent dictator radio talk show host, am emceeing the event. So come and join us. And by the way, I want to thank Kevin Mannix and Dave Brown, farmer's insurance agent for being sponsors of this event. Thank you both. Kevin Mannix running for state representative again. Guy I served with. We've known him a long time. Chair of the Oregon Republican Party for a time. Longtime state legislator. Probably one, I, I would say. there's Because of the suspicion about how vote ballot boxes uh, get stuffed, Nothing new there In places in Portland He should have been governor At any rate That's all tomorrow night Thank you Kevin Mannix Thank you Dave Brown I interviewed Dave Brown uh, A guy that I think, who knows Maybe he runs for office someday Interviewed him if you were listening to our live Election night broadcast For Mark Thielman's Election night party In Salem, Dave Brown was there We talked for a bit. Anyway, thanks to both Kevin Mannix and Dave Brown for sponsoring this event. Come and join us tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. Lars is calling for Clackamas County Clerk Sherry Hall to resign. Now, he did this on Friday. And the Daily Dead Fish Wrapper, otherwise known jokingly as the Oregonian, agreed with him. He writes, it's hard to imagine a public official screwing up so badly, then refusing offers to help fix the problem, finally admitting she can't even guarantee results by the legal June ter- June 13th deadline. And all of it without even offering any epo- an apology. If remorseless government failure needs a poster girl, it's Sherry Hall. Now, by the way, thank you to... Kathy, who called yesterday and talked about Sherry Hall being interviewed by K2 and she provided me with the actual interview. Yep. Sherry just doesn't know why she didn't get on the stick and prepare for it. Stunning. Just stunning. But I think it's appropriate. Don't you? There's a story today in the Oregonian that, yeah, they're asking the Secretary of State for more time. Vacamus County Clerk requests more time to provide ballot count timeline demanded by the Oregon Secretary of State. <sighs> Vadim. Mazorski, I'm massacring his name, is conceded in his runoff, well, it's conceded in a very tight election with Rene Gonzalez. That means that Renee Gonzalez gets to go into a fall runoff election with the poster child, speaking of poster children, of bad ideas and of racism, Joanne Hardesty who was in the house when I served with her when I first came in in 1999. Yeah, she's Portland City Council member is the one who led the effort to defund the cops, which they did, which has led now to the very people she supposedly represents, the black community, being hit the hardest, hurt the worst by her actions of defunding the cops. Gang violence, murders out of control, Portland's number one. Anyway, Vadim is, I believe he's a Ukrainian. I might be wrong about that. He's an immigrant. There are 200,000 Slavic and East European immigrants in the Portland, Vancouver metro area. 200,000 folks. They don't vote, they rarely vote. There's a group called Slavic Vote that I've been on the air with in a Slavic radio station, Russian speaking radio station out of Portland that's trying to change that, good for them this is a force that we need to reach out to, all of us you know friends in the Slavic community or East European, Romanian community, doesn't matter have friendships with them talk to them about politics they need to participate because they can make a huge difference let's go to the phones, to Jeff, Jeff go
3: Hey, this is Jess. Are you talking to me?
1: Hi, Jess. I'm sorry. It says Jeff on the screen. So, Jess, sorry about that. Phil, change that to Jess.
3: Yes. Anyway, so I wanted to chime in on the pedophilia deal example in time that applies to the entire state on its activities. So, I was talking with the Polk County Board of Commissioners, specifically uh, Commissioner Dodge uh, a number of years back, and he was greatly distressed at a situation that they were facing where they had to provide housing and whatnot for the released pedophiles and uh, try to straighten them out and of course finish their sentences off and uh, being monitored and all that. And so the people wanted that operation to take place out of town so as not to threaten the children. But the state came back and said, if you don't put it in town where the services are at, we're going to cut off your jail funding and you're going to have to push all the criminals out on the street, too. And he didn't know which way to turn on that.
1: Hey, hang on, Jess, on the other side of the break. Let's talk about that. It's 630 in the morning. What would you do if uh, you were a county commissioner faced with the same issue? Back in a moment.
0: Mm -hmm. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220 That's 503-589-1220 Let's return now to more of Political Coffee With Jeff Krupp 24 minutes
1: before the top of the hour You can also send me an email to jeff at 1220.am Or jeff at kslm.com News, Like the one that Julie wrote about stockholders, and I'll get to Jess in a moment here. The second best thing for stockholders to vote is return the voting slips, which companies are required to send. Very few are returned. Read upon the board members. You'll be surprised about some of the people. This is time consuming. The other thing to do is to read the proposals the board is against You may find yourself voting against the board. Finally, sell the stock. Disney is an an example of this. Their value has declined greatly. Let's go back to the phones, to Jess. Jess, I wanted you to continue with your vein of thought there, please. Mm -hmm.
3: Um, What I see is this example, the pedophilia in town situation, the defunding the police and all even the inflation due to overspending, is controlled, eked-out anarchy, continual revolution by turning these ridiculous things on and off, like the super prisons during Clinton administration, and now all of a sudden the Democrats, oh, super prisons aren't such a good idea, let's back off of that and let's let people out. these. Controlled revolutionary tactics are designed to continually disrupt our lives and cause us to go in directions that we do not want to go or do not understand that we're going to because of their cryptic language uh, that they continually use and shift upon as far as what the definitions are. And, uh, you know, how would uh, a person make a decision like what the commissioners in Polk County were faced with? And if the state was doing it to them, it was doing it to everybody else, too. That's right. Who who are these people? That's
1: exactly right. Well, they're the the people installed by Democrat governors. Mm -hmm. The governor's race coming up matters so much. Thanks, uh, Jess. I want to move on. I mean, I appreciate that. I want to remind before I go to the next caller, and, and folks, the number is 503 589 1220. That's the power of Buick GMC talk line. Something else. <clears throat> Big Joey, Breitbart's story says, calls the record high gas prices part of the incredible transition from fossil fuels. He loves it. Now he's admitting it. Oh, and those of you who are kind of worried about the 3 million illegals flooding across the southern border this year. Goldman Sachs says to Biden, import workers so we can cut wages by a hundred billion dollars. So that's great for you, isn't it? A big investment firm that gave lots of money to Biden is telling him, bring across all of these workers import workers so we can cut wages by a hundred billion when you are having to put up with biden's high gas prices inflation and it ain't going away how does that make you feel hmm? do you think that's something that you could use in a conversation with someone a persuadable conversation I think so. Five for roofing folks. And the rain is coming back. We're going to get hammered with rain on Friday, probably Saturday. If your roof is leaking, you need to get it fixed now. Tomorrow's going to be a nice day. Why don't you call Pfeiffer roofing? They'll get out to you. They'll take a look at your problem and get it fixed. Call them 503-647-4725. 647-4725. They take care of their customers. So they've built this great business. Since 1978, second-generation family-owned. PfeifferRoofing.com is their website. P-F-E-I-F-E-R Roofing.com. Let's go to Art. Art, good morning. And Rich, you're on next. Good
4: morning, Jeff. Uh, yeah, Stacy Ann did a lot on this subject. Uh a while back, there's organizations that are, you know, actively trying to stop, you know, all this pedophilia, but we should not be surprised, Jeff. We let all these illegal immigrants into the country who believe that they Uh, can abuse and have sex with younger children and therefore their culture uh, you know allows them to do that and they don't uh, you know follow our laws and rules here uh, in the United States so it is a huge problem and, and we definitely need to address it but you can blame the Democrats, because they let all these people come into our country without becoming citizens and stuff, and it's it's good and evil, Jeff. No, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Now, on the State Farm thing, I have been with State Farm forever, and it's culture anymore. I mean, look at the Catholic Church, and the thing they had with young people and stuff. It's rampant everywhere. But I get dang good rates from State Farm and I'm not going to change because it's the best pricing out there. We need to focus on what's going on in the schools and eliminate the root of the problem in my belief.
1: Bill, I disagree. Uh, I I think we attack all of it at the same time. And I mean, we attack it. You contact your State Farm agent, like I'm going to do mine, a guy I know and love and have been with him a long time also, and just ask him, say, did you get these emails? What do you think about it? What did you do about it? And if he said, well, I did nothing, then that answer is not good enough for me. State Farm agents who know this is wrong need to push back. And if they're not, you just need to tell them, you know, I've been with you a long time. Love you like a brother. But you should have pushed back. I'm switching to somebody else. That's that's what we need to do. That sends a powerful message, just like Disney having to sell or having a bad quarter and a lot of people selling their stock. Art, love you like a brother. Thank you for your opinion. We need to push back, folks. And this is one of the ways. By the way, Denise sent me... Oregon State Police site regarding tracking sex offenders. Click on the sex offender safety system to see the location of registered sex offenders. You can see other info, too, regarding the specific crimes. Thank you, Denise. And sure enough, I just Googled it up, Oregon.gov, OSP, sex offender. And sure enough, there it is, sex offender online search right there. Before I go to Rich, I want to remind you, Freedom Heating and Air is going to be warm tomorrow. It's been beautifully warm the last couple of days. You know it's going to get hot till we get into July and August. And if your air conditioning system does not keep up, get it fixed now. Quit waiting. Call Freedom Heating and Air. They'll come out to you right away. It's one of the things they do best, emergency services. Don't wait till you have an emergency, though. Call them now. 503. 580-1456, 580-1456, 580-1456, 580-1456, Freedom, eating and air. net is their website. Let's go to Rich. Rich, good morning.
5: I agree with you. we got to fight it on all aspects. And another one, gentleman was on was talking about this as just another avenue of constant attack on our values in our country, I totally agree with. We also have to be vigil about our own side, making some really big pods I got a deal in the mail from Taxpayers Association of Oregon telling the nine reasons of different tax increases. And one of the most blatant mistakes they've got in here is politicians could have reduced gas prices by allowing self-serve gas, but didn't. That's the biggest lie out ask California, ask Washington State. They're almost at $7 a gallon in California, and they're self-serve. So whoever put this little bro- flyer together is trying to make something that doesn't exist into something. So we have to be vigil on our own side, not putting stuff like that out.
1: Yeah, that's my friend Jason Williams. And I think you're right. All you have to do is look at at washington washington state's average gas price is about four or five cents a gallon higher than us and they've got self-serve in fact we have self-serve if you drive 84 and you go out to boardman there's a law that allows self-serve in those areas 24 7 because they're under certain populations the gas prices aren't any cheaper in reality and here's what I've noticed here. I don't know if you've noticed this, Rich, but at certain times of the day after about 9 o'clock at night here in the Valley, some gas stations, you can pump your own gas because they don't have an, a gas station attended. Have you noticed that?
5: No. I Unfortunately or fortunately, I've not had to get gas after 9 o'clock at night.
1: <laughs> well, I tried to last night. I pulled into Safeway in Junction City. And there was a line up there. They had one pump open. Huh? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Thanks, um, Rich. I appreciate Bye. that. Back in a moment. Lots more. Don't go away.
0: Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp.
1: Ten minutes till the top of the hour, Gail writes an email about State Farm Insurance. Well, Gail or Rick, I'm not sure which one. Anyway, she says, or he... We had a wonderful close relationship with our State Farm agent and office. We had many policies between house, business and vehicles. 10 years ago, when it came to my attention State Farm was funding Planned Parenthood, we made a change. It seems like we made a good choice not to participate. This is often one of the ways that we as consumers can stand up for our conservative values. The companies that we're doing business with, they're not going to if they're going to promote things like what State Farm did here, which they've backtracked from partially. They're going to promote that kind of thing. The message, the biggest message we can ever send to them. Is to not do business with them. It's just one of the ways that we can stand up. Hey, by the way, um, if you're thinking about buying or selling real estate. You should talk to Rebecca Donaldson. You know she's been stalwart at, um, you know, standing up with us in this radio station for conservative values. You know she was one of the sponsors of the 2000 Mule showing. By the way, there's another showing coming up soon, so stay attention or stay tuned for that. Anyway, Rebecca Donaldson, if you're thinking about buying or selling a home, she is the gold medal winning best of the Willamette Valley real estate agent are not you call her or broker, I should say? 503 269 0747. The reason you should call her is because she's really good at what she does. That's how she won the gold medal, best of the Willamette Valley. 503 269 0747. Check out her website at Rebecca's Got Houses.com. Rebecca's Got Houses.com. If you didn't have enough to worry about, When it comes to the WHO, and by the way, the House Freedom Caucus back in the U.S. House of Representatives is calling on Biden to drop signing this treaty, giving the WHO the power to declare in America a pandemic emergency, thereby triggering all kinds of things that woke leftist governors would put into place or a woke leftist president. As if you didn't have enough. The smart device COVID test. This is a test, folks. A COVID test sends data directly to the CDC and other federal or state agencies. Now, just think about that. Also, Another thing to think about, the monkeypox games could lay the groundwork for a WHO pandemic takeover. Huh? Yeah. And how about on the Gateway Pundit? They have a story there. About how the Pfizer, did you guys see this? The Pfizer CEO. Where is that story here? I had that up. (laughs) Bragging. At Davos, where all the elites are. Where is that? Did I go past that? Anyway, basically saying how wonderful it would be to put microchips in the vaccines. Oopsies. Weren't we all, or some of us anyway, just sort of dismissing that as, ah, that's just because there were people blowing the whistle on that, right? Saying, hey, what's going on there? This could happen. Well, apparently they've either removed it or I've missed it. Anyway, it was an interesting story. The Pfizer CEO thinking that has happened. Now, speaking of Pfizer, Epoch Times has a report, and you can watch it, how the Pfizer vaccine, mRNA vaccine, goes into the liver cells and is converted to DNA. What? Yeah. Researchers in Sweden found that within a petri dish, synthetic mRNA from the Pfizer vaccine is able to enter human liver cells and then be reverse transcribed, transcribed rather, into spike DNA. This is what everybody and the fact checkers told us could not happen. In fact, to this very day, the CDC's official website claims the exact opposite is true. Yeah, nobody's uh, responding to the Epoch Times requests for from multiple manufacturers, vaccine manufacturers, to get their source documentation, nobody wants to hand it over. You can listen to it's a podcast, and you can just click on it and watch it it's by Roman Balmakov. Balmakov, I don't know how to say his last name. I'm massacring it. My apologies. So, apparently, according to this Swedish study, if you get the mRNA vaccine, at least from Pfizer. It goes into human liver cells and then becomes, it gets converted into DNA. How would that impact your life? How would that impact your body? It's something to think about, is it not? Got an email from a state employee who shall never be named, and here's what it says. Isn't that racism? If Goldman Sachs is advocating that more workers come into the country so that lower wages can be paid to them, I have to ask Isn't that racism? Isn't it racist to say that one group of people, because of their ethnicity and national origin, are only available to us because they can provide cheaper labor for the goods and services we so enjoy? Yeah, you could make that argument. Rich writes a follow-up email. Uh, it (laughs) It is way too good. It's a cartoon. Dr. Stretch, Multiverse of Madness. And it's Dr. Strangelove or whatever. Standing there, it's Joe Biden, folks. I blame Republicans because Democrats only control the House, the Senate, and the presidency. And behind it is a glass house that is exploding into shards, identity politics, uh, inflation, spending, on and on and on. Everything that people are responding to that they don't like. I blame Republicans. Well, folks, somebody else that you should think about doing business with is Eric Azer, RighteousRenovations.com. They're not woke. They're honest, honorable people. Go to their website, RighteousBenevisions.com. Check out how they can make your future better. Perhaps back tomorrow. Remember, tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, It's a big night in the Church. Dr. Dr. Frank, I'm just Find out on how they cook the book. They're
2: still hungry.